Welcome to MAP Podcast. MAP, or Ministerial Apprenticeship Program, is the official training facility of Lighthouse for pastors and church leaders. This is Lecture 1 of Pastor Albert Clavo's Pastoral Theology and Practices class, recorded last May 16th. Okay. Good morning. Do you see the PowerPoint? Okay, Bayan. Thank you, thank you. Wow, uh, this is exciting. This is the first time I'm ever doing this. So I think many of us are very new to this technology, uh, to have meetings, to have classes online. Pero ang, ang galing ng timing ng Lord, ano, kung kailan na uh, sisimulan natin tong map, eh, meron namang ganitong technology. <laughs> uh, can you imagine if uh, we... Uh, we have to still uh, travel uh, and then uh, naka-lockdown tayo. So, praise God. Uh, nagpapasalamat tayo sa Panginoon. And again, Pastor Leo, I want to honor you for your leadership and uh, diligence and dedication. Um, I hope all of you got the syllabus para I want to just go through that uh, quickly para lang um, Alam niyo po yung requirements. Uh, we want to take this seriously and I hope you take it seriously also. Uh, seriously niyo mga kapatid. Huwag lang kayong umaten. Talagang gawin yung assignment, gawin niyo yung mga requirement because that will cement the learning. Yung mga assignment. So very quickly lang po yung um, um, we have four sessions, four Saturdays. Uh, today and then every other Saturday ito, until uh, the end of June. Um, two requirements lang. One is to write a reflection paper at the end. Parang put it all together lang na, so that uh, we can have a chance to see. Nagets ba ninyo? And na process ba ninyo talaga what it means for you and how you will how you plan to apply it. Yung second requirement ho is also important. This one, though, requires you and your pastor. So, kung halimbawa, you are in this map and you are either an associate pastor, an elder, one of the leaders, you need your pastor to supervise that assignment for you, which is to give you uh, a pastoral duty, whether it is to preach, to teach a Bible study, to do a funeral, something, and then uh, to actually give you a grade. <laughs> Now, kung ikaw naman yung pastor, uh, we will, uh, maybe you can ask one of your co-pastors to be the one naman to evaluate your preaching, your teaching, your, you know, whatever it is na i-assign mo sa sarili mo. You know, or maybe you can ask the national office to give you an assignment uh, para ma-fulfill mo lang yun. So, very simple lang, very practical yung, ano, para ma-apply ninyo um, uh, agad. Now, I I trust everyone is on mute, pero as we go through this, particularly the beginning, I need you to engage this uh, part dahil I, I asked the national office to send this to you ahead of time. Sana binasa ninyo yung pastoral epistles. 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, Titus. Bakit yung tatlong yun? Actually, of course, dapat basahin nyo yung buong Bible, ano? pero just for the sake of our class, ang gusto ko kasi... What do you see two items na that I want to point out uh, 
it's in your handout and then you will see the answers as we go along. But if there is a verse in 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, and Titus na talagang na-touch kayo at parang gusto niyong sabihin, Pastor, feeling ko na as a pastor, it means to ganito, based on a verse. Um, I don't know how we're gonna do it. Mag-unmute kayo and kumaway-kaway kayo or magpakilala kayo so we can acknowledge you. Okay? Okay ba tayo? Shall, uh, shall we proceed? Okay lang? Okay. Um, See. Pastoral epistles. First and second Timothy and Titus. Pastor Paul writes to his associate pastors Timothy in Ephesus and Titus in Crete. According to First Timothy chapter one verse eighteen and three fourteen, these epistles Paul wrote them to Timothy and to Titus to give them important instructions. So very important. Kung if the Apostle Paul felt it necessary na sulatan yung dalawa niyang uh, young pastors on what it means to be a pastor, then tayo, 2,000 years later, it would benefit us to read those same letters to find out what does it mean to be a pastor? Ano ba ang duties, responsibilities, expectations? Okay? So, let's begin. Number one. Pastoral ministry is a divine appointment. A divine appointment. Um, this is the most important of all, mga kapatid. Because after being a pastor for 30 years and everyone on this uh, team, Pastor Jojo, Pastor Jonathan, Pastor Leon, the others, lahat ng pastor will always have moments when we will wonder about our ability. Kaya ko kaya itong gawin, Lord? Kaya ko bang maging pastor? Paano kung I make a mistake? Paano kung in my own exegesis magkamali ako ng understanding ng verse na yun? Paano kung sa preaching mabulol ako? Paano kung bigla na lang akong mag-freeze, mag-zone out? Paano in my teaching may nagtanong hindi ko nasagot or worse, sinagot ko pero mali? Um, so many things can discourage you and cause you uh, two things. One is to quit. Ayoko na magpastor. You know? Second, hopefully wag gagawin, is to actually end your life. Many pastors in the U.S. ganyan-ganyan. They face a wall para bang hindi nila ma maituloy na yung ministry nila. Imbis, uh, imbis na uh, ask another person, I need a break, I need two weeks, I, uh, I'm not in the right frame of mind to preach, to teach, to do ministry. Pwede ba ikaw muna for two weeks, I need to reorder my spirit. Imbis na gawin yun, uh, yung ibang pastor in the US, nagpatiwakal na lang. They just could not handle the pressures, etc. So, all pastors will go through that. But the one thing that will keep you afloat, mga kapatid, ay wag na wag mong kakalimutan, si Lord ang tumawag sa'yo. Hindi si Pastor Leo ang tumawag sa'yo. Hindi si Pastor Jojo ang tumawag sa'yo. Hindi po ako. <laughs> Wala kaming karapatan to determine the course of your life. We have no authority to determine your destiny. Only God can. And so, my friends, the most important thing, according to Paul in 1 Timothy 1.12, 
ay ma-recognize natin mga kapatid. This pastoral ministry is a divine appointment. Si Lord ang nagtatag sa inyo dyan. Amen po ba? <laughs> so, mas kinaanong mangyari kapatid, uh, wag na wag mong bibitawan yung truth na yun, that you are called uh, by God. Second, is 1 Timothy chapter 1, verse 14. You can only fulfill this calling through the grace of God. Your pastors, myself, Pastor Jojo, Pastor Leo, Pastor Sam, Pastor Saniel, Pastor Alex, the others in the national office team and in Alabang, we will do our part to train you, equip you, teach you, etc. But mga kapatid, one of the things that you will realize when you do this for an extended period of time, ma-memorize mo na lahat ng verse sa Bible at ma-memorize mo na lahat ng libro. Mabasa mo na lahat ng libro. Hindi mo pa rin magagawa ito. Except for the grace of God. Do not ever rely on your own self, on your own wisdom. Alam ko na ito. Uh, gets ko na to, Mastered ko na to, Hindi ko na kailangan. To this day, I still watch teaching videos of some of my favorite teachers. Um, uh, my go-to preacher is TDJ. My go-to teachers are the likes of John Piper, uh, Chuck Swindoll, Rick Warren. Kapatid, hanapin nyo yung, yung swak sa inyong puso't isip and regularly feed yourself. Huwag na huwag kang aabot sa oras or panahon na gets ko na to, alam ko na to, I don't need anymore. So I appreciate all of our co-pastors that are here wanting still uh, to learn uh, uh, and to be equipped and to upgrade and to level up. The third, mga kapatid, be ready to get hurt. Mga pastor, sino sa inyo na hurt na? Taas ng kamay. Sa inyo ang nakriticize na, uh, siniraan, uh, nilait-lait. Uh, kinwestiyon ang inyong integrity. Pera lang naman ang hanap mo eh. Okay? <laughs> kinwestiyon ang inyong honesty. Lahat-lahat na yan. Pastor, bakit di ka kasing galing ni? <laughs> um, mas mabango sa'yo? Okay? Makukompare ka sa mas mas uh, magandang point sa'yo? Okay? Bakit, Pastor, yung PowerPoint sa eh, may lumilipad, may sumabog, yung scoring, ang boring ng PowerPoint ang yayari. Uh, I, these are the Miss Pastor Ron de Guzman, those of you, my co-pastors in Alab, you know this to be true. PowerPoint po ni Pastor Ron, full effects, Star Wars effects, okay? May, may lumilipad, may sumasawag, <laughs> may nagbibisapin. Uh, but you don't to uh, be to be effective, my friend, because some people you are less because are not uh, that technologically next intelligence pastoral ministry requires diligence and that is why i appreciate so much our team for helping us pastors because i'll be honest with you ako i appreciate my son uh, because he helps me a lot the world we live in mga kapatid is of youtube lahat na ng klaseng ganyan, very anxious. Pag hindi sila, pag hindi mo nahuli yung mind nila in the minute, mag-zoom out na agad sila. 
pag hindi mo na-capture yung kanilang attention in the first few months, ayaw na nila. So pastors, we will require our sit for 40-45 minutes, one hour to listen to you. Boy, you bet something good to say. Otherwise, they will zone out. So that means you be diligent to improve, upgrade, to level up, to do the things that you better in everything that you do. Next, it's purity in life and doctrine. Uh, one, uh, di ba, kung napapansin nyo in this pandemic, no? I was just reading an article recent. Kanina lang yatang umado. Sabing ganon. And that, I, I also in my faith a few days ago. Sabi ko, the law that is burden some, it is the unequal application. Nakaka-burden, nakaka-frustrate yung, hindi yung batas eh. Kung ikita mong, ikaw sumusunod, yung, pero ikaw mapapagalitan, pero yung iba hindi. Okay? Now, i-apply na yun sa ministry. Mga pastor, wag magre-require of us that we ourselves are not willing. Kung sasabihin natin sa mga congregants natin, mahalin nyo ang inyong mga at maging faithful kayo sa kanila, tapos ikaw hindi. Mahalin nyo mga anak, tapos kanilang sinusuntok anak mo. You know? uh, kailangan sumabatas, tapos ikaw mismo hindi. Those are the kind of things that Christians, exempted ba si pastor? Ito ba si pastor, bakit kami lang ang kailangang mag-evangelize? Bakit kami lang ang kailangang mag-disciple? Pero si pastor hindi. O kailangan, no? It requires pure life and doctrine. So dapat natin mga kapatid, uh, paniniwala natin next class after theology's basic doctrines. So I hope you also enroll in that. It requires godliness and contentment. Kailangan Banal tayo sa pag-iisip, sa salita, at sa gawa. Hindi tayo perfect, so there will be moments that we will fail. Pero maging honest tayo sa Diyos, and hopefully we can also have some accountability with fellow pastors. Si Pastor Jojo, nandito, alam na alam niya, siguro baka maalala pa niya. Baka 18 years ago yata ito, Pastor. Baka nakalimutan mo na rin. Um, I had picked up my brother in the airport and it has been a long time since I was at the airport, so mga 18 years ago. Hindi ko na alam yung mga no left turn, no right turn, no U-turn doon, so nagkamali ako. Uh, Christmas, so ito nung sinundo ko yung kapatid ko from the US. And so, syempre, na-flag down ako ng polis doon. Sabi ng polis, bawal dyan! Sabi niya, sir, hindi ko alam. Bawal pa rin. <laughs> Pasensya na kayo, sir. Pasko pa naman! Sabi niya ganun, oo nga sir eh, Merry Christmas! Sabi ko, hindi, Pasko talaga! Sabi Siguro mga sampung beses niya akong binati ng Merry Christmas, paalala niya. Then I finally got what he was trying to tell me. And so, in a moment of weakness and panic, and I was in a rush, mga kapatid, bumunot ho ako sa wallet. At sinabi ko na lang, Merry Christmas ho! <laughs> Dito. <laughs> Sabi hindi ko. Regalo po yan. Brother, on the way back, 
uh, sabi ko, ang bihira mag-preach ako bukas. Paano to? You know? I'm going to preach and my heart is not right. I just, I know in my heart I did something wrong. Sabi ko, Lord, alam ko naman in the right, you know, zone. Kapatid, bago ka umakyat yan to preach, to teach, to, to do anything for the Lord, isaayos mo yung puso mo, talk to someone amongst your co-pastors and say, can, I, can you just help me, pray for me at this moment para ma- maitama yung puso ko. And then contentment, mga kapatid. Lalo na ngayon, in this pandemic, alam ko na maraming pastors mismo ang in need. No? Uh, financially, in fact, the PCEC issued a call a few months ago. Uh, I have a friend who, who is in the PCEC and sabi nila na they issued a call to the churches nationwide. Sabi nilang ganun, adopt a pastor because they heard so many stories of uh, pastors during this quarantine na yung churches nila, of course, yung offering bumaba, yung iba wala na talaga. So, uh, yung kanilang allowance, etc. Pero mga kapatid, hindi kailangan, sana hindi manggaling sa atin na uh, in front of others na para na tayong, uh, you know, hard sell na to try to tell them about ourselves, what we need, what we want. Uh, among ourselves, pwede, pero mag-ingat po tayo that we will not be seen as a slave of money. In fact, that hopefully, tayo mismo mga pastors can be known to be generous givers uh, uh, as well. Uh, next, it involves spiritual warfare. Pastor, ang kalaban po ninyo, hindi yung pastor ng kabilang church. Hindi po yun ang kalaban nyo, ha? So, one of the rules of Lighthouse, Pastor Chuck started it, Pastor Chuck Winley, myself, Pastor Jojo and the others. Hindi tayo naninira ng ibang pastor and church. Hindi sila ang kalaban natin. Do not ever speak from the pulpit anything negative about a brother in Christ and a fellow servant of the Lord from other churches. In fact, one of our practices in Lighthouse, do you know that we actually pray for other pastors from the pulpit? Other churches from the pulpit? Imagine yo. Now, I don't know if other churches do that. Lord, we pray for Lighthouse. Pero sa Lighthouse, Lord, we pray for victory. CCF, GCF. Hindi isa-isa po namin yun. Bread from heaven, word for the world, word international. Bakit? Kasi mga kapatid, ang kalaban natin yung demonyo, hindi ang ibang church. So, let us do spiritual warfare because the devil will try to steal and kill and destroy and discourage us and bring us down. It involves vigilance. You should never put your guard down. Diba? Kaya nga, even our president said, oh, nang dahil lang sa we are lifting the quarantine a little bit, it does not mean tapos na yung problema natin. We must remain vigilant. Ganon din tayo spiritually. How many of you have experienced coming from a spiritual high, doon ka, doon ka inatak ng demonyo? Diba? Katatapos lang ng church service, ang saya-saya, you know? You just saw people saved. You just baptized someone in water, ang saya-saya, and then all of a sudden, boom, itong katatamaan. So, we have to remain vigilant. Avoid senseless discussions from senseless people. Uh, wag kayong mag- mapapabate. One of the things that I've noticed in our uh, social media culture, para lang kumuha ng reaction. 
reaction sa iyo. So tapos pag nag-react ka, tapos lalo ka pa nilang titirahin na ganun, di ba? So sometimes that happens to me. I do a Q&A every Saturday night. By the way, I invite you tonight live Q&A by 7.30. Um, and sometimes I will read a comment and I immediately know in my mind, this is a bait. Namimingwit ng kontrobersya. You know? Magsasabi ng something para lang manginis or mangulit. Huwag <laughs> tayong kakagat kaibigan dahil madidistract ka lang from the call of God. Next, no, sa 2 Timothy naman, uh, pastoral ministry is a gift in a call of God that must be developed. That must be developed. So, tinawag ka ni Lord, pero kailangan yan, you fan it into flame. So, napakalaga. So, I'm, I'm really thankful for our map. Sana po, uh, lahat kayo, you diligently go through this, uh, all of these sessions, all of these classes. Now, is there anyone among you, you want to give your input from 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, or Titus, a verse that you want to highlight and say, Pastor, hindi mo na-mention yung verse na ito. Itong verse na ito, ganito yung nababasa ko tungkol sa being a pastor. So, uh, you can maybe just unmute and magpakilala ka lang kaibigan ha, pag nag-unmute ka, sabihin mo, this is, and then say the verse, and then give your insight on what it means to be a pastor based on that verse. Again, 1 Timothy, 2 Timothy, and Titus lang. Huwag kang pupunta sa Exodus. Huwag kang pupunta sa, sa Zephaniah. Okay. <laughs> so, anyone, just unmute and just uh, kumaway-kaway ka lang dyan and uh, makilala ka kaibigan para ma-recognize ka namin. Mr. Albert? Yes, go ahead. Uh, Itagdag ko lang, Pastor, sa part ng pastoral work natin is 1 Timothy yes. 5, 19. 19. Very good. Uh, do not entertain an accusation against an elder unless it is brought by two or three witnesses. Okay. Verse 20, those who sin are to be rebuked publicly. Part call between two conflicting members because whenever you have the paraphrase is whenever two or two or three are gathered, there is potential conflict. There is potential. Yes. Part of pastoral theology natin is to face the ugly, the ugly truths of human nature. That sometimes yep. we need to rebuke people, but most yep. often we are called to be peacemakers and to make sure that the fire doesn't get worse. Yes. Thank you, Pastor Joe. Maganda yon. Ano na? Hindi mo maiiwasan eh. Um, I have to be honest with you na in the beginning of my pastoral ministry, uh, uh, iwas po soy ako palagi sa mga ganyan. I, I really don't like confrontation. Uh, even if it's not me, ko yung magdalawang nag-aaway. Pero and the only way to do that Istama si Pastor Carlo. Humanap tayo palagi nung susunod sa yapak natin that can carry this. Imagine Jesus understood. I mean, I'm thankful the Lord has given me so far 30 years of ministry. You know, Some of you, si Pastor Jojo kanina sabi niya, 19, 20 years of ministry. 
what if the Lord only gave you three? Hindi mo naman alam, di ba? Hindi mo naman alam. Hindi naman sasabihin sa'yo ni Lord. But what if, turns out, three years lang pala yun? Yung ibibigay sa'yo? Boy, you better get going, kapatid. Dahil, you know, uh, kailangan you make sure this gospel uh, continues. Anyone else? Just uh, unmute and introduce yourself and read the verse and then uh, share your insight. Pastor Albert, yes. this is Edith Castro yes, is Edith. of uh, yes, Lighthouse Newport. <laughs> I had this, studyante mo po ako, Pastor Lost CMF, yes. 2012. Wow. But it's like listening to it, uh, <laughs> parang bagong-bago na naman. Praise God, yes. So anyway, I would like to, yes po, I would like to read from 1 Timothy uh, mm. chapter 4, verses 10 to 11. Okay. It says here, We work hard and suffer much in order that people will believe the truth. For our hope is in the living God, who is the Savior of people and particularly of those who believe and insist that everyone learn them. So in other, uh, 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 yes, command po yung nakalagay doon. So parang, For me, you don't take it lightly. Ano na once na na share mo ito sa sa inform ka to really teach them the truth, insist and command po yung nakasulat dito. I have I have nasa four years na siya. Yeah, may yun nagfactuate yata tayong signal mo siguro sa edit. Nag-on, like off, on, off ka. Yeah. That's okay. We appreciate your uh, insights sa Edith. No? We'll, we'll try to get someone else muna. Uh, anyone else you want to uh, uh, read the verse and share your insight as we continue? Sure, Albert, this is uh, yes. Melch. Sure, Cabero. Pastor uh, Melch. Yes. As a pastor, we glide on our gifts and calling from the Lord. If you are an athlete, run, run. Yung kung anong gift mo, then you run with it. If you are a soldier, then be a good soldier. Obey your commanding officer. And if you are a farmer, be diligent. And if if we are an eagle, we fly. And if we are a fish, we swim drive, you know. Uh, I don't know if you're an NBA fan. Nakakapanood ba kayo nung kay Michael Jordan na <laughs> documentary? Uh, grabe yun, yung talagang dedication niya to excellence. As in, ang galing-galing na niya, pero he still pushes himself. Because alam niya, the only way to win is to just keep pushing yourself to excellence. So mga pastor, dapat ganun din tayo. Marami pa tayong kaluluwang kailangan maabot. So we have to strive to improve, be better, to engage in different ways to different kinds of people. Maybe one more. Anyone else? Just unmute and then share a verse and then we'll continue. Pakiulit mo yung verse. Pilakas mo, brother. Ano? First Timothy, first Timothy eight in Timothy, my son. I give you this instruction in keeping with the prophecies 
one made about you so that so that by the following them you may fight a good fight parang binigyan po siya ng ang pagpapasa po ay hindi hindi ganun kasimple marami po pagdadaanan but if you do the will of God ang Panginoon ang tutulong sa iyo para mapagtagumpayan ng bawat about circumstances na God Thank you, Pastor. Wow. Yeah, very good. So, mag-exercise yun. Huwag natin sabihin na madali na kung ikaw ay nagiging pastor na matagal-tagal, malalaman mo, hindi mo madali. So, God, makakayanan natin. So, thank you, Pastor. So, pakimute muna ulit yung sound. Sa Titus, isang verse lang, gusto kong i-share din ulit sa inyo. Sorry. It involves putting the right people in the right positions of leadership. So, mga pastor, ito, although this is more about the leadership side of being a pastor, no? And when Pastor Jojo will do a class on spiritual leadership, one of the things that will be very crucial for you as a pastor is to put the right people in the right position. Dahil kapag maling tao ang nailagay mo sa isang leadership role, napakahirap kapatid na magtanggal, magpalit. Uh, prevention is always better than cure. So, I will each book teaches Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, the Revelation. There's historical theology para maintindihan mo yung how Certain teachings develop. Maraming nag-aaway, Calvinist versus Arminian. Hindi nila kilala kung sino si Calvin at sino yung si Arminius. So, maraming nagsasabing, Pentecostal ako. Hindi mo nga alam kung paano nagsimula yung Pentecostal movement. So, kailangan malaman mo rin yung history. And then, systematic theology. This now puts Bible books and verses together to come up with certain categories. So, yung tatlong yan, mga kapatid, um, will be touched throughout the map. Okay? Kaya kailangan ma makuha ninyo sana. Pag may namiss kayong isa, medyo may kulang eh. So, sa biblical theology, maintindihan ninyo yung uh, what each of the books of the Bible is trying to teach us about God, about salvation, about Christ, etc. And then yung uh, systematic theology, so yung Bible doctrines na ituturo ko in August or July, I think, July. So we will look at what the Bible says about itself. We look at God the Father, the Trinity, who is Christ, the Holy Spirit, salvation, etc. So kailangan, magets din natin yun para solid yung framework ng theology natin. And then, You know, makita nyo how doctrine developed for 2,000 years. There will be those who say, Pastor, kailangan ba yan? Di ba kailangan just believe in Jesus? Eh, ang problema kaya maraming kultong nagtuturong maling Jesus. Baka mamaya maling Jesus din yung paniwalaan mo. So, kailangan solid ang foundation ng ating theology para when we stand to preach and teach the Word of God, no one can ever say na mali yung tinuturo natin sa mga tao. 
So where is pastoral theology in all of this? Pastoral theology brings all of this together. Kailangan, alam mo yung Bible. Kailangan orderly ang iyong framework ng theology, systematic. Kailangan, alam mo yung history of how the church developed from the time of the apostles to the to now, 2000, year 2000. And, but here is the trick about pastoral theology. Ito ang difference between a professor in seminary and a practitioner. Yung professor in seminary, maituturo niya yung tatlong yun, biblical, systematic, historical. Pero hindi niya alam i-apply para doon sa estudyante, doon sa mag-asawa, doon sa nagka, nagkahiwalay, doon sa businessman. Tayong mga pastor, that is on us now. How do we make all of these teachings relevant and useful and practical to the ordinary person that will not go to, uh, to a Bible school, for example? Um, di ba, mga kapatid, no, na lahat naman tayo siguro may kilalang doktor. Yung doktor nag-aral, ang tagal-tagal, 10-12 years bago ka maging doktor eh, sa Pilipinas. No? Pero pag nagpatingin ka sa kanya, hindi naman niya i-explain sa iyo yung 12 years of study niya. Okay? Minsan nga, 5 minutes, 10 minutes lang yung patingin niya sa iyo, di ba? Pero, na kailangan maipaliwanag niya sa iyo kung ano yung sakit mo at ano yung gamot para gumaling ka. In 10 minutes, kailangan masabi niya yun sa iyo. Pero, paano niyang malalaman yung 10 minutes na yun? 12 years niyang pinag-aralan yun, kaibigan. So, tayo ganun din. Years of study so that we can present a 45-minute preaching. Imagine mo, 45 minutes lang or one hour of teaching. Pero, ang tagal mong aaralin. Okay? So, uh, I hope you appreciate na kailangan magets natin yung kabuuan para nang sa ganun tama yung ating mga itinuturo sa mga tao. So, as I proceed, by the way, if you have um, a question and inquiry, I don't know how to do it. Maybe you can just unmute yourself and just and just say, Pastor, question. Parang ganun. Pwede naman yun. So, it's like we are in a, an actual class. Um, one of the best books I have read on pastoral theology that I encourage you to get, uh, I don't know kung si Pastor June kung mahahanap ito online, a PDF version maybe, Thomas Oden. Medyo makapal-kapal na libro pero worth reading para magets nyo yung kabuoan ng pastoral ministry. Sabi niya, is that pastoral ministry is that branch of Christian theology um, that deals with the offices and functions of the pastor. It is theology because it concerns itself with the theological meaning of God's self-disclosure in Christ and its consequences for our life. And it is pastoral because it concerns itself with the functions and practice of ministry. So, sa ating pagpaglilingkod uh, sa Panginoon, kailangan madala natin sa tao ang, uh, ang, uh, ang ating pagkakaintindi who is God. You know, we bring God to the people and then we bring people to God and somehow connect, uh, bring a connection between those two. Alright. Um, 
So, uh, very quickly lang itong part na to. Traditionally, dahil four weeks lang po ang session natin, I usually teach this class for 12 weeks. <laughs> so, uh, meron tayong session, another class on pastoral care. So, yung mga counseling, ganyan, we will have a separate session, a class on that. We will have separate sessions on homiletics, preaching. Ako rin po magtuturo niyan sometime uh, September yata. Uh, I don't know if, I, I don't have the full program right now. But uh, we, will, we will be able to talk about in bits and pieces itong iba-ibang parts of uh, being a pastor. Um, but let's go this. The state of ministry affairs. Ano ba ang uh, kalagayan ng pagpapastor sa buong mundo? So this is a survey done in the US. So um, 1991 in Fuller. So I got to study in Fuller. It, ito yung isa sa mga bagay na in-emphasize nila. Uh, sabi nga sa survey, 90% of pastors feel overworked and underpaid. Siguro wala pa akong, wala pa akong pastor na nakilala nagsabi niyang parang wala akong magawa. At saka parang sobra yung allowance na binibigay nila sa akin. Gusto kong ibalik. Wala pa akong na-meet na pastor na gano'n. Uh, lahat ng pastor overworked, underpaid. Okay. 80% believe, in fact, that it, it had a negative effect on them. Uh, 33% say ministry can be an outright hazard to their family. Nag-away na sila ng misis dahil sa, sa pagiging pastor niya. They report, 75% report, a stress-related crisis. Significant. Kaya nga, in the US, wala lang tayong mga surveys sa Pilipinas. Pero in the US po, suicide among pastors is going up. Grabe, ewan ko kung bakit. Hindi ko pa na-figure out at hindi pa nila alam din yung reasons. Uh, 50% feel unable to meet the demands of the job. 90% feel inadequately trained. So bagaman nag-iiba, nag-seminary training pa, may masteral degree, pero they still feel ill-equipped. 70% even say that they have a lower self-esteem now than when they first started. 40% report a serious conflict with a church member once a month. Praise God sa lighthouse. Hindi naman once a month. Grabe naman yun. Pero... Pastors, kung nagkaroon na kayo ng conflict with a church member, kumaway-kaway ka lang nga, kapatid. <laughs> Magpa-honesty lang tayo, honesty. No? Meron ka ng church member na kumaga kinriticize ka, siniraan ka, you know, uh, hindi ka nag-iisa, kapatid. Okay. 37% and I pray to the Lord, the Lord will spare us from all of this, lalo na tayo makalalakihan. 37% confess being involved in a sexual manner with someone in church. Imagine, one-third daw of American pastors nagkaroon ng affair. Grabe, no? Uh, I was uh, counseling and coaching another church, a pastor of another church, because they had to discipline one of their pastors who turns out had uh, sexual relations with at least sa huling bilang nila four four young women in their church apat yun eh yun lang yung alam nila hindi pa nila alam kung may iba pa so 
I had to help that church and that pastor go through the a process of you know how do they do this now with that pastor. Uh, now this, uh, although matagal na yung survey na yon, in 2005 a similar survey was done, almost similar yung um, results. So ibig sabihin, 25 years later, ganun pa rin ang kanilang mga pakiramdam. 90% of pastors uh, work uh, longer hours than other kinds of professions. 50% of them say that they're unable to meet the demands of the job. 70% say they're grossly underpaid. Uh, 70% are fighting depression, 50% feel discouraged, they would quit if they could find something else to do. 80% say na pastoral ministry, being a pastor has had a negative effect on their family, grabe. 80% of pastor's wives have said that they feel that their husband is overworked. 80% of pastor's wives feel left out and underappreciated by church members. Uh, ang last session po natin in this course on pastoral theology is about the pastor's family, the pastor's finances, the pastor's spiritual health. Mga pastor, kung kayo po ay married, make sure that your wife does not feel like a second-class citizen in the church. Okay? Si misis nyo po, mga pastor, kung kayo po ay may asawa, Si Mrs. Nino ay hindi second class citizen sa church. Okay? They, God has given her to you as your spouse, as your wife. Honor her. Do not let her ever feel like mas importante pa sa'yo yung mga miyembro kaysa sa kanya. Okay? So pag-uusapan pa natin yan next time. Uh, church relationships. 70% of pastors feel like they don't have a close friend. Ako, mga kapatid, sana meron kayong close friends even among fellow pastors. And 40% report a conflict with a parishioner. Now, 50% of ministers uh, starting out will not last five years. Grabe. Hindi raw sila tatagal. Di nila kakayanin. And one out of ten quit. So, I pray to the Lord, tayo po sa Lighthouse, especially those of you that currently are pastors or are serving as associate pastors, youth pastors. Sana po ito ay maging lifelong calling ninyo sa Panginoon. Uh, along the way, you will have struggles and in fact, you may have some doubts. Wag po kayo mag-atobili to seek advice and counsel among the uh, older pastors. Now, para po matest, gusto ko kasing malaman, valid kaya yun sa Pilipinas? In 1996, myself and Pastor Chuck Quinley, our founding pastor, went to Davao and we gave a similar survey among pastors there, almost 200 plus pastors. Halos ganun din po yung mga percentage na nakuha namin sa kanila. And in 2007, Part of my doctoral thesis, I did a similar survey in Cebu. Almost 400 pastors na nasa 
So, ibig sabihin, hindi lang po Amerikano, pati Pilipino. Hindi lang po noon, hanggang ngayon, ganun pa rin ang uh, mga struggle ng mga pastor. So, ang tanong, what causes ministry burnout among pastors? Bakit nangyayari kaya yun? Kaya ang dahilan kung bakit na nasusunog si pastor. Sana wala sa mga pastors natin, Pastor Leo ang nasusunog. <laughs> Kung sa pakiramdam nyo mga pastor, eh, medyo uh, no office is here to provide guidance, uh, encourage the shepherd so the sheep so ang tatama sa iyo, physical sickness. Mga pastor, sino sa inyo nangyari na to sa inyo? Magpipreach kayo sa Sunday. Pero bigla kayong tatamaan ng trangkaso the night before. Naranasan nyo na ba yun? Yung grabing sakit ng ulo, sakit ng katawan, hindi nyo na maipapasa sa iba yung ministry of preaching tomorrow. So, binuno mo na lang at nagpray ka na lang na suportahan ka ng mga anghel ng Diyos bago ka mag-collapse. So, I've had that uh, in my life. Minsan, ang tatargeting ng demonyo yung inyong marriage. Mag-aaway kayo ni misis. Ngayari na ba yun? Na nag-aaway kayo ni misis. Worship leader. Ako yung magpipreach. Imaginin po ninyo yun, okay? Siya yung maglilid ng worship. Ako yung magpipreach. Nag-aaway kami nung... Sabi namin na... Ito na ang rule. Um, Sabado, meron tayong di pagkakaunawaan during the week bago pa matapos ang Sabado, aayusin na natin para pagdating ng Sunday, malinis ang puso natin. Uh, sometimes the uh, devil will bring discouragement to you. Pastor, nangyari na ba sa inyo to? Bago ka mag-preach as in, aakyat ka na. Okay? Tapos na yung pastoral prayer, di ba? May announcement. A- Okay. Sa dinami-daming oras na pwede kang sabihan ng miyembro mo. Pwede namang mamaya na after the service, di ba? Pwede namang bukas na lang. Pwede namang sa Tuesday magpa-schedule. Bakit? Aakyat ka na sa stage to preach. Yun pa yung ginanahan siya ng anoint ng Holy Spirit daw. Na bumulong sa iyo at sabihan ka ng something just oh yeah. so pero tuloy lang ang service to the lord discouragement financial nako sino sa inyo mga kapatid ginulat kayo na are we good am i uh, am i heard again Yes, Pastor. We can hear you po. Apo, Pastor. Thank you. Medyo nag-ano-ano rin dito eh. Dali, ah. Nakikita niyo yung slides ko ba? Is, is it visible? Yes, Pastor. Okay. Yes, So, sorry. Yeah, okay. So, yung what, <clears throat> that's your title or your position. Yung how is the things that you do to fulfill it. Yung job description mo. So, pag sinabing, hey, I'm a doctor. So, what do I do? Uh, I treat people, ganyan. So, pero minsan, nakakalimutan natin yung why. 
So sabi ni Simon Sinek, we have to reverse the order. Let's start with why. Ano ba yung purpose? Ano ba yung calling? Ano ba yung uh, your reason for being there? So that's what you need to first figure out. So your theology of ministry, why am I here? Why do I do what I do? It is you're trying to articulate your calling, your life purpose. <clears throat> there are certain problems that arise if a pastor is not clear on this. Kapag hindi klaro dun sa pastor yung kanyang theology of ministry, the church itself will be confused because they will have unhealthy uh, expectations, unrealistic and unhealthy. Na hindi mo naman, kumbaga sa ano, hindi mo na trabaho, pero ini-expect gawin mo. Um, so over the years, for example, minsan natatanong ako about <clears throat> ano dapat ang kulay ng kurtina, ano sa church, you know, um, anong configuration ng room. Minsan may nagtatanong pa sa akin, legal matters. Sabi ko, teka lang, hindi naman ako lawyer. Hindi rin ako architect or engineer or interior design. Ano naman ang malay ko doon, you know. So, but, but because the, if a pastor himself is not sure or not clear, papasukin niya lahat ng issue, lahat ng bagay. Remember in the book of Acts, nagkaroon ng uh, issue yon sa chapter 6 ng Acts. Remember the apostles got so involved with everything na nakalimutan na nila ano yun, sabi ni Apostle Peter. We must devote ourselves to prayer and the ministry of the word. Ibig sabihin, dumami ng dumami yung expectations and responsibilities nila na hindi naman dapat gawain na nung apostol. Pero pati yung pagluluto, paghahain, sino yung mauna sa pila, you know, uh, pati yun, ini-expect na si Pedro pa yung magdidesisyon. No? Apostol Pedro, uh, ano po bang ulam natin ngayon? Adobo o sinigang? Siguro sabi ni Pedro, malay ko! <laughs> Pero kapag hindi klaro to the pastor, lahat na lang ng bagay, eh, mababurden ka, makakalimutan mo na yung dapat mong gawin. So for the pastor naman, you will become a people pleaser. You will seek to please everyone. So takbo ka dito, takbo ka doon, punta ka dito, punta ka doon. To the point where nakakalimutan mo na yung you need your own time to pray, to study. So eto ka na, Sabado na, wala ka ng time to prepare for tomorrow dahil the whole week, takbo ka ng takbo kung saan-saan. Lahat ng sunog, ikaw ang tagapatay. Pastor, punta ka rito kasi yung, yung anak ko kailangan turuan mo ng math. Oh, kita mo na, tutor ka pa ngayon. Okay. So, punta ka rito, or kaya no, minsan naman yung mga member bigla na lang darating sa bahay at manghihingi ng pagkain sa inyo. So, ito ka ngayon. Ikaw na rin ngayon ang feeding ministry ng buong mong barangay. So, kailangan klaro on the calling of God uh, in your life. Si Stephen Simons is one of my mentors in Asbury. Sabi niya, Christian ministry is not my asking Christ to join me in my ministry. So, I offer him to others. But rather, it's my Sorry. It's my joining with him uh, in his ongoing ministry as he offers himself to others through me. So, ang kailangan pala, hindi si Lord ang sasama sa iyo, ikaw pala yung sasama kay Lord. Ano ba yung gustong gawin ni Lord sa buhay ng mga tao? Uh, 
sa preaching ko, for example, over the years, I have shifted in my paradigm of what do I want to say to people? And the shift became, what does God want to say to the people this Sunday? What is the word of the Lord for the people of the Lord this Sunday? So yun ang kailangan kong masakyan. Imbis na yung, ano yung gusto kong sabihin? So in almost everything in my ministry, I had to like reconfigure uh, some of these things. There are four areas that are necessary for us to formulate a good and solid theology of ministry. Number one, it must be rooted in scripture. So kailangan, klaro sa'yo yung calling ni Lord sa'yo dahil you can really point to something in the scriptures. Uh, kayo mga kapatid, do you, have a, do you have a calling verse? <laughs> meron ba kayong ganun? Uh, nung, nung tinawag ka ng Lord, meron ka bang verse na masasabi mong yung verse na yon nung nagme-meditate ako, biglang bumulaga sa akin. At parang bang sinasabi ni Lord, ikaw to. <laughs> uh, I've heard people talk about Isaiah chapter 6, you know. Who will go for me? Uh, Here I am, Lord. So, ganon. So, yun ang kanilang calling verse. Sa akin is, uh, yung sabi ni Apostle Paul sa 1 Corinthians 9, uh, I am compelled to preach. Woe unto me if I do not preach. Nung nagbe-meditate ako nung verse na yun, early, early on, mga first couple of years pa lang as a born-again Christian, alam ko tinawag ako ni Lord. So, it's rooted in scripture. Number two, it's informed by history. Ibig sabihin, you know your placement in this whole, in, in the kingdom of God. Kaila, importante ito mga kaibigan para hindi ka magkaroon ng mindset na parang akala mo ikaw na ang savior of the world. Wala ka pa dito kapatid, may church na. Hindi pa tayo pinapanganak, may church na. After natin lahat mamatay, may church pa rin. So ibig sabihin pala, hindi pala sa'yo nakasalalay yun. <laughs> Kasi minsan niisip mo, no? Uh, Lord, thank you na merong lighthouse dito sa sa, let's say halimbawa, no? sa ating lighthouse sa Urdaneta. Thank you Lord na may lighthouse sa Urdaneta kasi kung walang lighthouse sa Urdaneta, walang maboborn agin na tao sa buong Pangasinan. Ay talaga? Eh wala pa yung lighthouse sa Urdaneta. May mga anak na ng Diyos dun eh. Okay? Lord, salamat at may lighthouse bakoor kasi kung hindi, ang buong kabite ay pupunta ng impyerno. Uy, kapatid, wala pa tayo doon. May gawain na si Lord doon. So, para hindi ka magkaroon ng masyadong malaking ulo na feeling mo, ikaw na ang solusyon sa buong problema ng, ng Pilipinas. So, uh, meron si, uh, I think si Requarin yung nagsabi noon eh, in, one, in his book, Purpose Driven Church. Sabi niya, find out what God is doing in your city even before you came even before you arrive. Bago ka pa dumating dyan, kaibigan, may ginagawa na si Lord dyan sa lugar na yan. Pero ba't kanya pinadala dyan? Kasi meron din siyang role assignment sa'yo. Pero wag mong isipin na ikaw lang. dami kaya. Yung mga taong nakikipagkumpetensya sa ibang church at ibang pastor, ito yung mindset nila eh. Pinadala ko dito ni Lord kasi kung wala ako dito, walang maliligtas na tao dito. Uh, kapatid, hindi pa tayo pinapanganak, may mga ligtas na. Okay, so, ibig sabihin, hindi ikaw ang dahilan bakit sila naligtas. 
So, informed by history. Adapted to context. Kailangan maintindihan mo yung yung sinasabi ni Rick Warren, yung shape, di ba? Yung context mo, yung giftedness mo, ganyan. So, all of that put together will help you formulate and clarify for yourself first and then to others. Ano ba talaga ang calling ni Lord sa buhay mo? That you can root it in scripture. There's a verse of the Bible. There's a passage of the Bible that you can really say, God, ito pala yung tinatawag mo pala ako. Ito yun. Informed by history. Alam mo yung nakaraan of how we got here. Alam mo yung context. Nasaan ka ba? Alam mo ba yung language dyan? Alam mo ba yung kultura ng mga taon nandyan? You know? And then your own shape, your spiritual gifts, heart, abilities, personality, experience. Uh, iba-iba po tayo mga kapatid. Some of us are extroverts, very outgoing. Some of us are introverts. You know, uh, I'm an introvert. Uh, itong lockdown na to is not such a big deal for me compared to some of you na very outgoing. Yung iba sa inyo siguro parang nakuklostrophobic na kayo, no? Yung uh, apat na wall ng inyong bahay, parang hindi na kayo makapagintay, makalabas. Or some uh, introverts, nung sinabing Stay in your house, sabi ng mga introvert. Yehey! <laughs> Kasi matagal na namin ginagawa <laughs> So, um, our theology of ministry, natin, must be rooted in scripture. What does that mean? Uh, it must, we must live out the script. The Bible, mga kapatid, must be alive in us. Mga pastor, isa po sa mga, sa uh, weakness ng mga pastors ay ito. Dati naman, binabasa natin yung Bible for our own feeding. Nung naging pastor ka at nagpipreach ka na, ngayon, binabasa mo na lang ang Bible para maghanap ka ng sermon. Huwag nating, uh, huwag tayong mahulog doon, kapatid. The Word of God must be God's Word to us first. Kailangan buhay na buhay sa atin ang Bible bago natin ito maipangaral uh, sa iba. Informed by history, kailangan magandang malaman mo anong nangyari throughout church history. Naalala yung sabi ni King Solomon sa Ecclesiastes, uh, there is nothing new under the sun. Every time na lang may magsasabing, I have a new revelation. Uy, luma na yan. Tagal ko na narinig yan eh. Hindi na, hindi na bago yan. Kaya every time may mga bagong prediction about the coming of the Lord, <laughs> sabihin ko sa kanila, Hoy, <laughs> 30 years na akong born again. Dami ko na narinig. <laughs> kung anong-anong date na at kung anong sin- kung sino-sino na ang Antichrist na, na, na nabalitaan ko, wala pa rin hanggang ngayon. Okay, so, uh, kailangan alam mo yung history ng, ng church. Uh, alam mo rin yung context mo. Uh, we are now becoming more and more a cyber church no? because of this technology. And this pandemic and quarantine has forced us, forced all churches, including in the U.S., to rethink ministry. Isa sa, isa sa mga bagay ito na pinupush ngayon ni Pastor Jojo about you know a, a, a reconfiguring of our ministry because talagang nagbago na ang mundo. The new normal. We have to now stay online for a few more weeks. Uh, in fact, ang usapan po namin mga pastors even in Alabang, maski na ilift na yung ECQ pagdating ng panahon na yun, kung kailan man yun, we may have to still continue online for you know, a few more weeks after that until people really get talagang masanay na ulit na mag-church, di ba? And even after that, kailangan ituloy pa rin online dahil ang dami pala nating nare-reach. Sino po sa inyo ang 
nung nag-start kayong mag-online service, parang mas marami nanonood sa inyo kaysa yung membro ninyo nung Sunday nung nasa loob kayo ng church. No? Sino sa inyo? Tas ang kamay. Mas marami nanonood sa inyo online kaysa yung taong nag-a-attend sa inyo nung nag-church service kayo. <laughs> Di ba? So, ibig sabihin, wow, grabe talaga si Lord, no? Pinapasara yung church, pero mas marami ngayon yung nakakapakinig. Grabe si Lord. Ibang klase talaga. And then, of course, your giftedness. So, uh, reverse the order. Why? 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 So, ito po ang sa akin. I'm just sharing this with you para lang ma- makita niyo yung configuration po sa akin. Uh, yung what ko has changed over the years because my roles change. Your roles will change. You will be a youth pastor, na maging associate pastor, na maging head pastor, na maging... So your roles will change. Because your roles change, your job descriptions can change. Okay? So dati hindi ka naman admin, ngayon admin ka na. Pero dahil klaro sa akin yung why, I am a pastor and teacher. When God first called me, this was very clear to me. That I am to communicate the word of God and I am to shepherd the people of God. Because of that, even though nagbago yung what, papago-bago yung what, yung why ko has remained the same, and then yung how ko, nagbabago lang depende ko sinong kausap ko. So kung ang kausap ko ay hindi pa Christian, so I will share the gospel to them in, in as clear a way as possible. But if they're already a Christian, I will help disciple them. I will teach them what it means to follow Jesus. To those of you that are called, my co-pastors here, my how for you is I mentor you. I mentor you here online. And even beyond, I am willing to have one-on-one conversations with some of you if you have questions on ministry. If a person comes to me and they're hurting, I'm not going to evangelize, disciple, or mentor them. I'm going to counsel them because that's what they need at the time. It's comfort. When I'm in the marketplace, as some of you pastors do, uh, I equip. Uh, yes, I evangelize. A portion there is evangelism, but it's primarily to pass on uh, Bible-based teachings that will help them in their jobs. So, so yan po ang how I articulate this for myself. So I start with the why. Why am I here? Why am I doing what I'm doing? Why? Because God called me to be a pastor and a teacher. And so this is what I do. I, this is how I do it. I evangelize, I disciple, I mentor. And then yung what ko, yung role ko, yung job, yung job title ko changes. Nagbabago-bago over the years. Okay, so, so here's what I want you to do for a few moments wherever you are. Pag-usipan lang ninyo. Ano mang calling mo kapatid? Just in a couple of sentence, try to write it down. See if it's... Um, if it's something that you can articulate, again, hindi pa to final draft lang to. You can revise it over the over a period of time. I am Albert Clavo. I am a or God has called me to be. You know, so you put your name and you put your you know your purpose. What do you think God has called you uh, called you to be? And again, that may change over the years. No? Questions, comments, mga kapatid? Anything na you want to add input uh, so far? Or you want to ask anything about? <clears throat> anyway, I'm, I'm 
I, I love doing this. I uh, I enjoy teaching others, and now I get actually this is my first time to teach. Naganyang karami in a class. Uh, so praise God. I think this is also being recorded, if I'm not mistaken, so that if uh, in the future we can uh, reshow this to future batches. Yes, All right, Pastor Leo, it's it is recorded. Thank you, Pastor Leo. Uh, anyone who has a question so far or uh, something to clarify uh, in anything that I've said so far? Uh, Pastor, this is Alex Ilagan. I have a yes, question. Yes. Um, how do you confirm your calling if you're not too clear at this point? Ah, good, good. Uh, uh, Brother Alex, Brother Alex Poy, elder natin sa Citygate, I will deal with that question in this uh, particular topic now, the callings of God. So, i-withhold ko muna yung answer ko dahil the answer will come a little bit later uh, when we talk about now calling. Okay, so, so if you don't mind, I'll, I'll go here now uh, para ma-address ma natin yung question na yun, uh, eventually, okay? Uh, the pastoral ministry is primarily a calling. Remember how we started this class in First Timothy? Diba sabi ko na what are the things that we can learn from the Apostle Paul? And one of which is na it's a divine appointment. Kailangan may sense ka of the call of God in your life. And the shape of that call may, may change over the years. Nagsimula po ako as a, um, as a cell group leader. Uh, in, in, back in Makati, uh, I was in the choir for five years and working as an accountant. So along the way, as I began to sense God's call, I enrolled in ASCM, uh, the Bible school in Makati. Malapit lang sa office namin. So I work eight hours a day and I attend night classes. And when the calling of God became more clear for me, I asked my boss, pumayag yung boss ko, na I will attend also some morning classes and nahabulin ko naman sa gabi yung oras ko. So sometimes your 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 uh, work context allows that but sometimes not no eh at that time hindi pa ako sure parang pina-process ko pa so nagdouble ako kumbaga i i have a secular job as an accountant then i was attending uh, bible classes and then on weekends uh i i was a cell group leader i i led a group and i would teach god's word and then from there eventually i i uh, God called me to a youth pastor, and then youth pastor, naging assistant pastor, then tuloy-tuloy na yun. So let's talk about uh, these callings of God, and I'll, and I'll come back to the question of how do you know? Uh, there are different callings of God. When you study the scriptures, baka kasi malito tayo na nabasa nyo yung call, ibig sabihin, uy, call din ako. Uh, baka mamaya yung verse na yun is about something else. Uh, first is the calling of God unto salvation. Every one of us is saved, had to call on the Lord, but the Lord called us for salvation. In fact, bago ka lumapit sa Lord, si Lord yung lumapit sa'yo at narinig mo yung boses niya. Okay, so Jesus said, no one comes to me unless the Father draws him. As a prisoner of the Lord, I urge you, live a life worthy of the calling you've received. Fight the good fight of faith. All of these verses talk about the call of God to salvation. Tinawag kami Lord para maligtas ka. Kasi kung wala yung pagtawag na yung kapatid, we will keep living a life away from God. 
somehow na sense natin nagkaroon tayo ng conviction something is missing something is not right in my life and maybe you uh, heard a preaching maybe you saw a video maybe you got a bible tract yung mga pinamimigay noon ng mga pamphlet maybe napanood yung 700 club whatever it may be something sparked something in you that caused you to think i need god in my life you know hindi hindi sufficient yung my life right now may kulang uh, david in his psalm says my soul finds rest in god alone saint augustine says um, uh, god has created us for himself and our soul is restless until it's, it finds rest in Him. So, nagkaroon tayo ng restlessness, so lumapit tayo sa Lord. Ang pangalawang calling, kadugtong niyan, the moment God calls you into His sal- salvation, immediately you become part of His family. Kaya nga, we are all brothers and sisters in Christ. Okay, so maaaring iba-iba tayo ng napasukang church. Pero, iisa lang ang family ng Diyos. Okay? So, Lighthouse, or Citygate, or CCF, or Victory, doon tayo na-save. Ako, na-save ako, na-born again ako sa Word for the World Christian Fellowship in Makati. Pero ang pamilya ng Diyos, malawak. Iba-ibang pangalan ng simbahan, iba-ibang pastor, iba-ibang itsura, etc. So now we are part of His family. Tinawag niya tayo to be His sons and daughters. And mahalaga mga kapatid dahil um, uh, para magkaroon tayo ng awareness no na yung local church natin pero may universal church. So we have to love our local church kung saan tayo naroon tayo, doon tayo mag-grow, doon tayo magsaserve. Pero wag nating isipin na tayo lang ang church. Ang laki ng church ng Lord. So kung saan-saan. So God called us to salvation, God called us to His family. Yung pangatlo, again, dugtong-dugtong to magkaka-relate. The call of God to discipleship. Nung niligtas ka ni Lord, hindi lang ito para ka lang maligtas pumunta ng langit. Kasi dapat, kung talagang ang goal lang ni Lord daling ka sa langit, dapat nung sinabi mo, Jesus, come into my life, boom, patay ka agad. Bakit ka naka sa langit? So, hindi The Lord wants us to become more like His Son in our thoughts, our words, our actions, our motivation. So, uh, tinatawag tayo ni Lord na mag-grow. Kaya nga, di ba, ang slogan natin sa Lighthouse ngayon, ano yan mga kapatid? Pastor Leo, pakiulit nga yung ating slogan ngayon. Pastor Alex or whoever. Yung Share dalawang sentence. Make disciples. Share Jesus, make disciples. Kasi understood natin, hindi sapat yung Share Jesus. Yun, praise God, tumanggap kay Lord, oh, hallelujah. O ngayon, para tayong yung nag, ano, nagpaanak, okay, So, sabi natin dun sa nanay, ire! <laughs> so, umire. Lumabas yung baby. Yay! Nanganak na. Okay, pack up. Let's go. Ano yun? Na- nandun pa yung sanggol, oh. Punong-puno pa na. <laughs> ano? Di ba kailangan yun? Ikat yung umbilical cord, linisin, padidihin, tapos palakihin. So, that's discipleship. Hindi sapat na na born again hindi sapat na naborn yung bata. So, dapat ma-disciple until we all reach unity in the faith and knowledge of the Son of God. And then, uh, kasama yan, Colossians 1, so that we will become perfect in Christ. Sa Luke chapter 9, kasama ng discipleship is suffering for the Lord. Kasama yun. You cannot remove 
uh, that element of discipleship. Those who want to follow me, Jesus said, you have to be willing to take up your cross, deny yourself and follow me. The next is a call to holiness. Dito ang medyo masalimuot in our world today. I was watching uh, a short video clip. This was uh, an actress interviewing uh, a celebrity interviewing another celebrity. Sa US po ito. Sabi nung nang i-interview na celebrity, so I'm a Christian. Sabi niya, I'm a Christian. I heard you also grew up as a Christian, sabi niya dun sa isang celebrity. Sabi nung isa, yes, but I stopped. Sabi niya ganun. I stopped being a Christian. I don't want to go, I, I stopped going to church. I stopped praying. Stop. Basically, I stopped. So sabi niya, why? Well, you know, I got upset with our church, with the teaching, etc., etc., ganun. So, yung nangi-interview na celebrity, sabi niya, have you closed the door on coming back to being a Christian? Have you closed that door? Sabi nung isang celebrity, no, maybe in the future I will. Sabi niya. Tapos sabi nung nangi-interview, you know, um, you can be a Christian and you can decide for yourself what to follow and what not to follow. Sabi niya ganun. So sabi nung nangi-interview, nasa sayo yun. Kung anong gusto mong sundin at hindi sundin. Kung ayaw mong sundin, huwag mong sundin. Kung gusto mong sundin, sundin mo. Nasa sayo yun. You can shape your own faith. Parang ganun. So sabi nung ini-interview, well, that sounds that sounds okay. Ah? Parang na ano siya doon na, oh, pwede pala yun. But I was watching it and I was telling myself, Oh, hindi kaya pwede yun. Okay? Can you imagine if each of us determines what is right and what is wrong? Eh di lahat na lang tayo, kanya-kanya tayong standard of morality. So, Ten Commandments. Uh, I think okay sa akin yung first four. Pero yung from five to ten, ayoko na. Pwede Pwede ba yung pwede ka bang mamili? <laughs> pwede ba yung uh, sige thou shalt not murder uh, okay yon Kasi ayoko naman pumatay ng tao eh. Pero yung thou shalt not steal uh, uh, pag-iisipan ko ha? Kasi parang parang minsan gusto kong gawin. <laughs> Or thou shalt not commit adultery uh, gusto ko minsan pwede i-allow. So hindi eh. Kailangan, when we decided to follow Jesus, part of that, a part of that calling is to follow in the way of holiness as God has determined in His Word. The Bible is our standard and not our own. Because if we make ourselves the standard, kapatid, ibang standard ko sa standard mo, wala, kanya-kanya tayong banat. So, kailangan, we are unified in that calling of God into holiness. And God empowers us to live that holy life. He has called us out of darkness. He will sanctify us. He has empowered us so that we can live a godly life. Number five, and I'm sure all of you can testify na totoo ito, is the call of God to service. Di ba after a while, mga kapatid, nasa church ka, you worship, you pray, you listen to the pastor. At some point, parang hindi ka na mapakali. Parang 
Lord, what can I do in the church para naman, you know, makapaglingkod ako sa iyo. Right? Di ba? All of us in that in this uh, Zoom broadcast right now, at some point, para bang gusto ko mag-asher. Gusto ko sa kids' church. Gusto ko sa worship team. You know, um, can any one of you nga just unmute yourself and say, what was your first ministry in the church? Yung unang-una mong pinaglingkuran in the church. Yung unang-una. Ako, choir. Kids. Anyone just identify yourself? Uh, sabihin mo po yung pangalan mo at uh, ano yung ministry unang-unang ginawa mo. Sige nga. Go ahead, anyone. Uh, John Umali, Pastor. Uh, Linis Ministry with Pastor Manik. Linis! Praise God. Wow. God bless you. <laughs> Anyone else? Ano yung unang... Asher. Asher. God bless our Asher. Sino pa? Unang-unang yeah. mo sa ko. Daniel, juridi ko po. Linis Ministry. Yes, Kids Ministry. Linis po, Linis. Yeah, Linis. <laughs> Anyone else? Pastor, Lester, ano po? Sige, ano sa'yo? Ano po, driver. driver ministry po, driver. Driver, very good, very good. Sister, sino ba to? Angela ba to? Sige, anyone. Sister Angela, may parang nagsasalita ka kanina eh. Ano po yung gusto, unang-una ninyong ministry? Parang nagsasalita Anyone else? Ano yung unang-una ninyong ministry in the church? Uh, Manuel Sanchez. Sanchez po. Ministry. Now, notice no? Notice no? For, for all of us who are pastors, who are pastors, hindi yun ang unang-una nating ministry. We were not immediately a pastor. Correct? Uh, linis, driver, etc. So let me tell you some of my first ministries in Lighthouse. Sa Makati po, choir, yun ang unang-una ko. But in Lighthouse, uh, kinuha ko ni Pastor Chaka sa youth pastor. Pero here are some of the things in the first two years of Lighthouse, first three years of Lighthouse, na ginawa ko. Bible study teacher ng youth, ng men, uh, tapos ako rin ho yung media, tagakabit ng mga microphone, ako rin yung yung Linis Brigade, taga-arrange ng mga silya, etc. At naging driver din po ako ng church, taga-sundo ng mga yaya na mag-aaten ng Bible study, na ako rin yung magtuturo. <laughs> so sa loob ng Ayala Labang, tatlong trip yun. Uh, sabi ko nga, uh, mamimakeup muna ako ng mga girls. So, mamimakeup ako ng mga girls. Okay. Uh, at 1.60 girls yung pinipick up ko. <laughs> mga yaya po yung lahat. Uh, inside Ayala Labang, yung ating Uh, Tagalog ministry was primarily mga yaya, household help, ganyan. So, uh, from there, the Lord uh, would elevate me eventually to become senior pastor. But the point is, going back to our um, our lesson, no? God called you to service. He He wants you to serve Him according to your own giftedness na si Lord din naman na nagbigay. Okay. Ang Panginoong Diyos ang nagtawag uh, sa atin uh, uh, into that ministry. And then, um, sa ating paglilingkod, we must serve wholeheartedly. 
ikaw man ay yung Linis Brigade, Media, Music, Kids Church, kailangan ng mentality natin, I am cleaning for the Lord. I am driving for the Lord. Hindi yung, ano ba yan, dapat ako yung naglilid ng worship, mas magaling pa akong kumanta kaysa kay Sister Rio. Mas magaling pa akong uh, magturo kaysa kay Pastor Alex, dapat ako yun. Hindi, dapat kung ano yung assignment mo, gawin mo yun kapatid, wholeheartedly as unto the Lord. And kapag binigyan ka na ni Lord ng pagkakataon na ikaw na yung mag, meron ka ng nililid na group, sabi ni Apostle Peter, do it because you're willing not and not because you have to and not because you are greedy for money. So hindi ito yung, sige magtuturo ako ng Bible study para mabentahan ko silang lahat ng, uh, alam mo yun, may produkto ka kasi. Uh, meron kang uh, Electrolux machine. Alam niyo yung Electrolux noon? Naalala ninyo yun? Sino sa inyo naalala yung Electrolux? I'm gonna knock on your door, ring on your bell, tap on your window. <laughs> okay, so, uh, tuturuan ko sila ng Bibles. Magka-counseling ako sa kanila para nang sa ganon. May mabenta ako sa kanilang uh, isang galong kung anuman. Um, kapatid, wag dapat. wag mong ihalo yun doon. Ibang oras yun, ibang araw. Pero kapag uh, paglilingkod doon, dapat lingkod lang. Um, and then, nandyan din yung... Uh, hindi ka tatamad-tamad. Kapatid, kapag talagang nag-volunteer ka doon, di ba, kailang reliable ka eh. O, nasa na si ano? Akala ko siya yung magda-drive ngayon. Akala ko siya yung babak up ngayon. Akala ko siya yung magigitara ngayon. Di man lang nagpasabi na, na wala na. Never be lazy. Be zealous in your serving to the Lord. And uh, dapat buong effort natin ginagawa. Next, the call of God to be witnesses. Yan lahat tayo, regardless kung ikaw man ay pastor or hindi pastor, uh, tinawag ka ni Lord to be a witness. Mga kapatid, give me lang a couple of minutes break. <coughs> Nangangat yung akila lang muna. Okay. Uh... Let me take this uh, opportunity, mga kapatid. Uh, later, habang nakabreak si ano, Pastor Albert. Uh, later po, we will have our uh, class picture. Okay? Right after the session of Pastor Albert. So, uh, i-re-request ko na i-turn on yung lahat ang video. And then, i-harap uh, ang inyong mga magaganda at nagwagapuhang mga mukha. At tayo ay kukuhanan mamaya ng uh, picture last picture ni Leia. Pwede na lang mag-virtual background. Sorry, sorry. I'm back. I'm back. Are we here? Okay. The calling of God to be witnesses. Ito naman yung isang bagay na as pastors binsan uh, nakakalimutan natin. Akala natin, nung naging pastor na tayo, hindi na tayo witness. Uh, hindi mga kapatid, this calling is for everyone. All of us still have to do our part uh, to try to bring souls to Jesus Christ. Sometimes we can do that inside the church when we preach. Our members bring their friends or family na hindi Christian. But aside from that, tayo mismo on our own, 
we try to connect with people who do not know Christ and try to bring them uh, one step closer. So yung anim na yon, so far, no, you have uh, salvation, discipleship, uh, salvation and family, discipleship and holiness, service and uh, witnessing. <clears throat> Ang paradigm ko po kasi sa ministry, those of you have heard me teach in the past, yung verse sa Matthew 4.19, Come, follow me, and I will make you fishes of men. I have um, categorized that as walk with Jesus, walk like Jesus, walk for Jesus. So kung makikita ninyo, yung anim na yun nandyan. But there is, um, there is one more uh, from that. So let me just ano this. Uh, gaano kahalaga yung mga iba-ibang calling na yun? Una, yung call of God to salvation. We should always remember what Christ did for us at the cross. As pastors, we must never reach the stage where we feel like, wow, ang dami ko na na-accomplish. Um, talagang pupunta na ako ng langit kasi ang galing-galing ko na eh. Uy, kapatid, pupunta ka ng langit, hindi dahil ang galing mo. Uh, lahat tayo, whether pastor or church member lang, lahat tayo, we are saved only because of what Jesus did. Uh, the call of God into His family is important to remember because we are part of God's family and we serve as one. Iba yung gift mo, iba yung calling mo, iba yung uh, ministry mo, pero lahat tayo sabay-sabay. Can you imagine if God called everybody to be a pastor? Eh, sino na lang ang maglilingkod ng, to be an accountant or an engineer or a doctor or a nurse? Diba? So, iba-ibang calling ng Panginoon sa iba-ibang tao so, i-recognize natin yung ibang calling na yun. Then, call it to discipleship. There is still a cost. May mga ipapag-give up sa'yo si Lord sa paglingkod mo sa Kanya. In my case, over the years, the Lord has always challenged Barbara and I na every time we get too comfortable, that's the time the Lord taps up on the shoulder and say, okay, uh, masyado ka na nagiging kampante. Okay, something will happen to shake our lives so that we will realize, Lord, kailangan ka namin, huwag mo kami bitawad. The call of God to holy living, uh, we should always remember that it is not just our serving God that matters, but our life. Yung how we live our life testifies even in a, in a louder way. Uh, the call of God to service, we should always remember that God saved us to serve Him. But we serve Him not just in the church, but also in the world. Hindi lang po sa loob ng simbahan ang paglilingkod sa Diyos. So, Yung po mga pastors natin no, or in the marketplace ministry, for example. That's one way of bringing the Word of God outside the walls of the church. And this online, um, one of the benefits of this uh, online service in the last two months, naririnig ko kayang mag-preach kayo, kayong mga regions pastors. Uh, hindi man yung buo, uh, a few minutes I would, I would uh, check out uh, each of you so nakikita ko yung sa Ordaneta, so, Oy, nag-online service ang Ordaneta. Or ang Kalamba, mamarinig kong ganyan. Tapos yung, uh, yung ka-devotion ni si uh, Pastor, uh, uh, sino to? I forget now. Yung sa ating... Uh, June Caparos. Sorry, 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 sorry. Nag-blackout ako. <laughs> yung kanyang uh, online devotion, ka-devotion, tapos may dance number pa. Pambihira, oh. Yun naman ang hindi ko kayang gawin. Um, so, one of the benefits of this is we get to see how the Lord is bringing us to connect with 
the outside world, uh, not just within the four corners of our church. No? So, lahat ng anim na yun are mahalaga. Um, but there is one uh, more specific calling of God for the chosen few. Uh, many are called, but few are chosen. He chose these few not because they're better or more righteous, but simply out of His sovereign will. Okay, so, mga pastor, tinawag po tayo ni Lord, hindi dahil mas banal tayo, hindi dahil mas magaling tayo, strictly out of God's sovereign purpose. Yun lang. Pastor ka at yung isa hindi, hindi dahil mas mabait ka, baka nga mas mabait pa yung isa kesa sa'yo. <laughs> uh, hindi dahil mas magaling ka, baka nga mas magaling pa yung kesa sa'yo. Pero ikaw yung tinawag. At ang pagtawag ni Lord, the reason why it is strictly out of His sovereign will, para walang magyayabang. Okay? Bawalang mayabang sa langit at bawal din ang mayabang sa church. So walang pwedeng magsabing, kaya ako ang pastor ng church na ito dahil ako lang ang pwedeng magpalago sa church na ito at wala nang iba. Mali. <laughs> Ikaw ang pastor ng church na yan dahil tinawag ka ni Lord. Yun lang. <laughs> okay. uh, walang, walang dahil mas magaling ka, mas mabait ka, mas ano ka pa. Uh, hindi. So, the call of God into the ministry. So, we'll talk about that. Uh, there's something about the internal call of God. The internal call. The Holy Spirit will give you an indication in your own spirit of His own calling. So, try lang natin, although na-try ko na to kanina, tanong ko na to kanina, sino sa inyo, uh, naalala ko kasi nung, yung batch nila, Pastor Leo noon, tinry namin ito before eh, yung uh, may verse kayo na alam yung yun ang ginamit ni Lord para tawagin kayo. Sino sa inyong may verse na naalala? Na I was reading, I was meditating on this verse, biglang, oh, para bang sinasabi ni Lord, ikaw yun, you know, yung verse na yun. Sino sa inyo may ganun? May, may verse kayo naalala na tinawag kayo ni Lord because then may verse na ano. Meron ba dyan? Meron ko nakikita. Magkumaway-kaway kayo kung kayo yun. Okay, you don't have to say anything. Just uh, kaway-kaway lang. Sino sa inyo nagkaroon ng parang dream? or vision, parang may panaginip kayong nakita something in your mind na may nakikita kayong isang field na ganoon. Tapos uh, ikaw daw ang mag-harvest noon, mga ganyan. May mga narinig akong calling na ganyan. Sino? May mga ganyan ba sa inyo? Na ganoon? Meron yun. May kumakaway na isa. Uh, ano pa ba? Sino sa inyo may nag-prophesy sa inyo? Someone, your pastor, or someone came to you and said, Kapatid, The Lord is calling you, ikaw, to serve Him in pastoral ministry. Yun, may mga nagtataas ng kamay. Very good. Uh, ano pa bang pwede dyan? Uh, sino sa inyo? And, and, and merong iba, may mga narinig akong testimony nito. Hindi personal na nag-prophesy, pero nanonood ng 700 Club at si Brother Peter Kairos yung nandun sa TV. At uh, bigla silang tinamaan na may sinabi si Brother Peter doon at parang sa kanila sinasabi. At sabi nila, yes Lord, ako yun. Ako yun. Meron mga mga ganun sa inyo na tinamaan kayo ng something na may sinasabi si Elder Peter Kairos natin. So, yung pagtawag ni Lord, iba-iba. So, hindi mo pwedeng sabihin na, oy dapat meron ka rin ganun. Oy dapat may panaginip ka rin kasi ako na naginip ako eh. Oy dapat may verse ka rin na ganun kasi ako may verse. Iba-ibang, uh, hindi na natin problema yon problema na ni Lord yun. 
I always joke to people, wag mong problemahin ang problema ng Diyos. Problema ni Lord yon how to call you and who He is calling. Okay? Ang problema mo kapatid, makini- nakikinig ka at susunod ka kapag nalaman mong ikaw yun. Okay? So, um, there's that internal call. And not all callings are dramatic and spectacular. So, Paul is very insistent. Sabi niya, called to be an apostle. Set apart. Called by the will of God. Sent not from men nor by man, but by Jesus Christ. Set me apart from birth. So, mga kapatid, lahat kayo, all of you, needs to have this sense of call. It is the one thing that will keep you going in ministry when you get discouraged, confused, hurt, in need, lahat na ng klaseng problema, hindi ka makukwit dahil alam mo, tinawag ka ni Lord. So mamaya i-examine natin paano mo malalaman. Okay? And then, uh, there is also this, um, uh, sabi nga natin, no, may appointment. In-appoint ka ni Lord. Yan yung, yan yung internal call. May appointment ka from the Lord. Pero uh, meron ding external call. And this is where the church plays a role. Others will confirm your call. So, hindi naman lahat ng nagsabing, uy, tinatago ko ni Lord. Alam nyo ba na over the years, in Lighthouse Alabang, for example, whenever we have a mission Sunday, and in the past, si Pastor Chuck would preach, Pastor Mark, and then, pag nag, sa ending, ang altar call is, if you feel, if you sense God is calling you to the mission field, would you come forward? Nako, punong-puno yung altar. Ang dami-dami. Pero nung pinroses na, kinausap na, in-interview na, Pastor Chuck or Pastor Mark or someone else in the team would say, Kapatid, uh, I don't think you're called. So maybe you came forward for some other reason or whatever. Pero dito na ngayon papasok yung leadership to determine, to help you discern kung talagang may calling ka. So, si Paul talks about the internal, uh, external call. Sabi niya, uh, Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles. Hindi naman kailangan ni Apostle Paul ng pagtawag ng mga nila Peter, James, and John. Pero bakit, bakit ginawa ito ni Barnabas? Because Barnabas understood. Para mas lumaganap ang ministry ni Saul na naging Paul, maganda kung mayroong affirmation from the more senior. Yung mga nauna, sila Peter, si James, and si John. Uh, he talks about, no, kay Timothy, fanning to flame the gift of God which is in you through the laying on of hands. So may mga naglay hands. I pray over. Uh, Timothy, guard what has been entrusted to your care. So merong nag-entrust sa kanya. So yun yung external uh, call. And in sync po yun. Somehow those two are together. An example of that is in Acts chapter uh, 13. The church in Antioch, uh, Barnabas, Simeon, etc. And then the Holy Spirit spoke, set apart Barnabas and Saul. And so they placed their hands on them and sent them off. So notice, may internal call, the Holy Spirit, pero may external call, the leaders of the Antioch church laid hands and sent them off. Ito yung parang ordination. They were, they were commissioned uh, to go forth. So, 
yung internal and external na yun, very clear in the book of Acts, nung nag-decide sila about a very crucial uh, matter in the church. Sabi ni James, it seemed good to the Holy Spirit and to us. So may internal Holy Spirit and to us, leaders, apostles, may guidance si Lord, may leading si Lord, may confirmation, may affirmation. So, what do you do if you think you are being called? If you think, wait upon the Lord. Yun ang unang-unang-unang dapat mong gawin. Huwag kang hahayo agad-agad. Kagabi ka pa lang na naginip. Ngayon, biglang nag-resign ka na, tumakbo ka na, sanabihan mo yung magulang mo, goodbye mommy, goodbye daddy, I'm going to Africa. So, huwag ganun. Uh, mag, maghunos dili ka kapatid. Wait upon the Lord. Pray. If you need to, fast. Go na retreat. Meditate on God's word. Be patient. Don't hurry. Hindi po nagmamadali ang Lord. Uh, ang timetable po ng Diyos ay for eternity. So, ka, pwede kang mag-intay-intay uh, muna. Then, seek confirmation. First, from your spiritual leaders and mentors and others trusted spiritual guides. So, uh, those of you that are watching now that you're not a pastor, maybe you were uh, told by your pastors that you need to go through this so that it will equip you. But maybe some of you are sensing something already. Process that sense, that uh, sense of calling. Process that with your pastor, with an elder, with someone you trust. Yung hindi agad-agad na sasabihin, Uy, talaga? Sige, pumunta ka na bukas sa, ano, sa Mindanao. Huwag namang ganun. Or yung isa namang extreme na kabila, tinatawag ka ba ni Lord? Woo, bola, ikaw pa? Bago ka tawagin ni Lord, ako muna. Mas mabait naman ako sa'yo. Ganun. Mas magaling naman ako sa'yo. So, pumili ka kapatid ng pagtatanungan, ha? Kasi baka yung mga pagtanungan mo, ma-discourage ka lang. Nung una po akong tinatawag ni Lord sa ministry, may nakausap akong pastor. Uh, this was, again, 25, 30 years ago. Um, halos 10 minutes, tanong siya ng tanong, tanong ng tanong. After nung halos 10 minutes na yun, sabi niya, o oh, sige, uh, God bless you, thank you for coming. So, umalis ako, hindi man lang ako pinag-pray. Tsaka yung mga tanong niya, parang ang feeling ko, uh, job interview ba yun? Parang job interview? Parang yun ang dating. Kasi yung mga tanong, it's not about what is the Lord speaking to you about, kundi yung mga anumang kaya mong gawin, kaya mo ba to, kaya mo ba yan, willing ka bang ganito. Parang job interview. Sabi ko sa sarili ko, hindi naman ako napag interview ng job. Ang gusto kong malaman, tinatawag ba ako talaga ni Lord? Kaya ako nga kinausap ay a pastor. Pero yung pastor na yon for whatever reason, no? Uh, iba yung kanyang mindset nung araw na yun, hindi ko alam. Uh, next, serve faithfully in the ministry of your giftedness. While you are waiting for God's confirmation, don't be idle. Kasi yung iba, uh, hindi ko pa kasi confirm kung called ako ni Lord. So anong ginagawa mo dyan? Wala, nakatunganga lang. No. Sige lang, keep driving. Keep yung ministry ng linis. <laughs> uh, ministry of music. Ministry of kung ano man. Media, sa anumang paraan, be useful, kapatid. Be productive. In fact, if you are not a pastor and you're in this broadcast, no, 
speaking on behalf of the pastors that are here, one of the best things you can tell your pastor is this, Pastor, how can I help? In what way can I help? Meron ba akong pwedeng maitulong? No title, no position, no allowance, nothing. Okay? Anong pwede kong gawin para makatulong sa church at makatulong ako sa ministry mo? One of the, uh, meron, meron po isang church na tinuruan ako sa Quezon City ito eh. Um, meron silang mga uh, ang tawag nila, hindi ko maalala kung ang tawag nila armor bearers or something. Nung tinanong ko sila, anong job description yung ministry na yan? Sabi nila, whatever our pastor needs. Talaga. Give me an example. Sabi niya. Basta kung kailangan ng pastor namin ng tubig, Sagot na namin yun. Kung kailangan ng pastor ng transportation, susunduin namin siya. Kung kailangan ni pastor ng uh, tulong sa PowerPoint, kami nang gagawa. So, kumbaga, the idea nila is, we exist, yung ministry namin exists to serve our pastor. Because by serving our pastor, he can more uh, effectively serve the church. Sabi ko, wow, ang ganda namang ministry nun. Diba? So, hindi kailangang may title. Kailangan mo lang a servant heart. Then, you submit to spiritual authority. Since nahumingi ka ng counsel to the spiritual authority, if your pastor does not sense your call, submit. Yung sinasabi ko kanina na humingi ako ng counseling to a pastor mga 30 years ago and parang feeling ko job, job interview. Alam nyo mga kapatid, bagaman siguro may konting hurt or tampo, hindi ako nag-alsabalutan at hindi ako nag, ano ron, nag-protesta, ganun, etc. I continued to serve. I continued to serve in whatever form of service I can. Hindi ako, you know, may mga Kristiyano kasi ngayon masyadong, ano, masyadong sensitive. Hindi lang napansin minsan ni Pastor, eh, akala mo, end of the world na. Kung makapag- uh, inarte, talaga naman o talagang lumalabas na ron nagsisisigaw na ron ano ba yan si pastor na yan, ganyan, ganyan, ganyan hindi ka lang na, na, napansin ng sandali, huwag kang ganyan kapatid that's why I said kanina no, being a pastor is one of the most difficult things actually, because you're just trying your best but sabi nga ni James Ingram, I did my best but I guess my best wasn't good enough di ba? <laughs> so um, ano pa yun and then, um, study and be equipped. So, I like what you all are doing. Habang naghihintay ka ng confirmation ni Lord, sige lang, keep learning, keep developing, keep improving. So that when the moment comes, na ito na, biglang sabi ni Lord, let's go. Ay, Lord, sandali lang. Hindi ko pa na-shine yung sapatos ko. Hindi ko pa natali yung lace ng sapatos. Hindi pa ako, alam mo yun, yung hindi, parang dapat uh, isip militar. <laughs> Yan si Pastor Leo. Uh, hindi mo alam kung kailan darating yung okay, let's go. Sugod mga kapatid. Nako, hala ka. Ako naka ano. Diba? So in peacetime, that is when you study, equip, because that call will arrive. Eh, 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 all hands on deck. At kapag tutulog-tulog ka, may iwanan ka. 
So just continue to be equipped. And then be ready for spiritual attacks. I have heard so many testimonies. Kung kailan ako naging pastor, tsaka naman, you know, tsaka naman kami nagkaroon ng financial problem. Tsaka naman kami nag-away ng misis ko. Nako, kapatid, those are signs of the devil's attacks to discourage you. Because the devil knows God has called you and you said yes. So therefore, i-discourage ka ng, ng jablo. Alright? <clears throat> what else? Uh, watch out for distractions. The enemy of... Uh, sorry. Um, the enemy of the best is the good. Not every open door is from God. Okay, so tinatawag ka ni Lord. Ah, doon sa kabilang church, mukhang may naghahanap sila ng ganun. Pumunta ako doon, lilipat ako ng church. Huwag ganun, kapatid. Uh, don't be a mercenary kung saan merong benefit doon ka. But trust God because God will be the one. Uh, because following the Lord and uh, obeying His call is a um, is a giant step. Hindi ito minamadali at hindi ito binibigla-bigla uh, lang. So, so how do you know? There's an internal call. Masesensible in your spirit. You're reading the Bible, you're praying, you're in church listening to the preaching. Bigla na lang feeling mo yung preaching ay para sa'yo. Parang, oh, ako yun. Nung nag-altar call, lumapit ka at nagpa-pray ka, then you sought uh, discernment and prayer from your pastor or from someone that you know. Then you kept praying, asking the Lord. Uh, lahat yun, kapatid, gawin mo. In fact, some people even ask for a sign. You know, uh, and God sometimes is gracious to actually answer and give you the sign. Yun. So, questions po and comments uh, about this. Anyone here na about your calling na baka hindi ko pa na-mention? Meron pa bang ibang paraan na ginamit si Lord sa pagtawag sa'yo? Bukod sa verse, a dream, a vision, uh, a prophecy, laying on hands, a book you were reading or something? Yeah. Josh Hernandez here. Uh, Josh, yes. I'm just thinking, was there like a time or a moment in your life when you were called that instead of people supporting or a particular person supporting you, parang that person doubted you in your calling? And how uh, how did you deal with that after? Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Uh, that's why I said, no? Ultimately, yung, yung sense of call mo from God is what will keep you dahil People are people. Lalo na kapag uh, na-disappoint mo sila kasi may expectation sila sa'yo eh. And na-disappoint sila sa'yo. So in their mind, cold ba kaya kaya yun si ano? You know, bakit kaya ganun? Di ba? Or, let's face it, our preaching and teaching sometimes fall short of some people's expectations. Nangyayari yun. Uh, parang, parang hindi masyado ako na-bless sa preaching ni ano? Sa teaching ni ano? Baka hindi called you. <laughs> ganun silang mag-conclude. May mga taong ganun eh. Now, there are people in the church, by the way, who are going to be your you know, cheerleader uh, because they also sense in their heart the call of God in your life. So, they will be your encourager. So, kailangan nyo yun, mga kapatid. You need ministers of encouragement in the church. And thankfully, I can say this no, in Lighthouse, 
there are far more encouragers than there are discouragers. Pero paminsan-minsan meron. But don't allow that one or two persons to determine your calling. So kung may magsabi man sa inyo ganun, Pastor Josh, ako, pastor, pastor ka ba talaga? Tinawag ka ba ni Lord? Ano ka ba? You know? uh, then talk to your own mentors, spiritual leaders. Because we are the ones who are accountable to God to also discern correctly if you are called. And if, in your case, for example, or others here, if the senior pastor and the national overseer and the other more senior pastors no, and leaders can affirm your calling, then, you know, ipagpasa Diyos mo na lang yung isa, dalawa, tatlong tao na yun. <laughs> uh, sa Lord na yun, huwag mo nang masyadong dibdibin dahil kung hindi, madi-discourage ka lang talaga. Has happened in my time and I tell you na, you know, ito, nakakatawa uh, ito, uh, on the day that I was installed as senior pastor, as in that day mismo, when Pastor Chuck placed his hands on me in front of the congregation in Alabang and introduced me as the new senior pastor, that same day, in the in the mall, someone in the church that I know personally, someone in the church approached me and this is his exact words. Pastor Albert, kaya mo kaya yan? <laughs> Those are his exact words. Uh, install pa lang sa akin na senior pastor kanina, ilang oras pa lang. Ha? Tapos sa mall, Pastor Albert, kaya mo kaya yan? <laughs> Alam mo, nahulog yung puso ko. You know, <laughs> parang, oh, you know, but buti na lang, uh, one, I knew the call of God on my life and I knew that that moment the Lord has already ordained because Pastor Chuck already wanted to install me four years before that, okay? At ako yung umayaw. And then four years later, I knew that the time was right. So my own discernment was strong. And second, hindi naman siguro ako i-install ni Pastor Chuck nang hindi siya nagdasal. You know, hindi naman siguro ako, my goodness, our founding pastor, uh, ano yun, na, uh, nalipasan lang ng gutom at naisipan niyang i-install ako? Ganun ba yun? <laughs> hindi naman siguro. Siguro man nag-pray yun <laughs> and nag-seek ng Lord. So, yun ang tinayuan ko. And so, I was able to go through that day. The funny thing is, hindi ko sasabihin, a secret, you know, that person is still in church loves the Lord, serves the Lord, and I love that person. <laughs> and he, he loves me. You know, so, uh, siguro inaano ko na lang na in that moment, it was just an honest, ano niya na, parang Pastor Chuck's shoes are too big to fill. Parang ganun, no? Na parang kaya mo kaya yun. Ibig sabihin, kaya mo kayang pantayan yun. Siguro yun ang gusto niya sabihin. Which in my mind, of course, hindi ko papapantayan, you know. But I will do my very best. So, yeah. Any other question? If you have a question, just unclick uh, the mute button and raise your hand and introduce yourself to us. Pastor Albert. Ah, uh, go ahead. Kailan po? Mauna po kayo. Okay. Sige, Pastor Albert. Yes po. My my question is uh, personal eh, sa akin. <laughs> um, kasi my my leaders they have been affirming na may gift talaga ako nito. And Uh-oh. I wanted to be a pastor also because, but for some reasons in the past, parang may mga nangyayari to, 
prevent me from pursuing. Kaya lang ngayon, ang, ang iniisip ko, I am now 57 years old, pastor. <laughs> so, parang meron akong struggle na ngayon pa ba ako tatawagin ng Panginoon? Parang isn't it a bit too late for that? Parang yun po ako paano. Thank you. Thank you, Sister Edith. Um, I appreciate that. And uh, by the way, I honor your ministry, not just there in our uh, Lighthouse Newport, but even nung I remember when you were abroad, no? When you were uh, sa Dubai ba yun, uh, Edith, That you were yes, leading ma'am. there, a group, yes, and uh, praise yes. God, no? Um, first to the younger, yeah, the younger crowd, yung mga new gen natin dito muna. Let me say this. Something that Pastor Brian Cairo said years ago has stuck to my mind nung, uh, nung, sinas- nung tinatawag siya ni Lord. Sabi niyang ganon na parang sinasabi raw sa kanya ni Lord, I want you in your prime years. Prime years. So, si Pastor Brian at the time, I think, if I'm not mistaken, was 25 maybe? I don't know. Uh, and he was in charge of the family business. Alam mo yun? I mean, pinasa sa kanya ng tatay niya yung business. So, this is a serious responsibility. E kaso tinatawag siya ni Lord. You know? And so, yung pagtawag sa kanya ni Lord, hindi lang siya ang dapat i-convince, pati tatay dapat i-convince. <laughs> so, I remember having that conversation with Brother Peter Kairos before. Uh, Brother Peter, are you ready to let go of your son? You know, uh, from the business to the ministry. You know? So, I want you in your primary. So, to the younger people that are here, you are never too young. While you, uh, when the Lord called me to the ministry, I was 20. Uh, I was 25. 20, it started with an age 20, but 25 na nung full-time ako. But to those that are uh, in their 50s and up, let me also now say this, this Edith and the others. You're never too old also. You're never too old. You're never too young. You're never too old. I have heard testimonies of people who are in the corporate world and at age 60, kung kailan nag-retire, age 60 talaga, you know. Uh, doon pa sinabi ni Lord, plant a church. 60 years old, plant a church. You know, so, I'm, I will turn 55 soon. I invite all of you to our Manyanita. Okay? Uh, AKB, kanya-kanyang dala ng food. Uh, kakainin ninyo on your own, in your own house. Okay? Ipapakita lang ninyo yung kinakain ninyo. Okay? Sa akin. Na parang feeling ko, kinakain ko na rin. Okay? <laughs> so no um, I'm about to turn 55 years old and I'm saying to myself you know Lord I think I have another 10 to 15 years uh, of good solid ministry in me uh, ano pa bang gusto mong ipagawa sa akin Lord in the next 10 to 15 years of my life so Yeah, you're never too young, you're never too old. Uh, you're never too too much educated or not enough educated. Ang tanong palagi, imagine na mga kapatid, no? The same God who called the Apostle Paul na theologian, Pharisee, matalinong tao, is the same God who called the Apostle Peter, mangingisda. You can never find two extreme opposites than that, okay? Mangingisda. Hindi nag-aral yon in any kind of formal education. Ang alam lang nun, mangisda. Okay? And then a Pharisee like Paul who studied under the feet of Gamaliel na talagang 
the Old Testament from Genesis to Malachi, pabalik-balik pa rin mo yun, memorize niya ni Saul of Tarsus. Hindi ka makakahanap ng dalawang opposite extreme. In the modern day, may isip kong example because I saw them together in a conference in Hillsong. Sabi ko, wala ka nang mahahanap na opposite extreme. Bishop T.D. Jakes and Joel Austin. As in, polar opposites. Yung isa kung makasigaw, eh, puputok ang tenga mo. Si Bishop T.D. Jakes. Yung isa, napakamalumanay na minsan ang hirap marinig ng boses dahil is so soft-spoken si Joel Austin. Pero parehong ang Diyos, parehong ginagamit ni Lord. So, pag tinawag ka, kapatid, again, confirm it with a spiritual leader just so that ma-process nila. Huwag ka agad-agad ahayo. Pero, yung calling ni Lord na yan, yan ang magbibigay sa iyo ng stability and security for the rest of your life. Again, we are in a marathon, mga kapatid. Hindi ito pabilisan. Marathon ito, hindi ito 100 meter dash. Ang tanong, sino sa inyo ang naglilingkod pa rin pagdating sa doong buhay? You know? Kasi may mga iba, bumulusok, ang bilis, whoosh, and then, boom, wala na. You know? After 5-10 years, nawala na. Nag-backslide na. Um, let me siguro, uh, we're nearing uh, 12 o'clock. Let me end with this. Um, when when Billy Graham was still in Bible school, preparing to be a pastor, there was a survey among their batch. Who among their batch do they think will become the most successful in ministry? As in, will pastor a great church? Will, you know, talagang be big yung sa kanilang batch. Sa kanilang batch, may tatlo, isa, isa siya, pero may dalawa pa. And sa ranking nila, according to their own batch and mga professors, para sa kanila, yung the other two will have a better uh, chance of becoming successful in ministry. Okay? Ito po ang nangyari. Within a span of like 15-20 years, yung dalawang yun na, na mas magaling kasi mag-preach, mas magaling mag Turo, very eloquent, etc., etc. Mas mataas yung grade sa Bible school. Palaging sumakum laude. Eh. Yung dalawang yun. Yung isa nag-backslide, naging drunkard at namatay ng lasing. Okay. Yung isa, dinivorce yung asawa, nag-asawa ulit, dinivorce ulit, nakatatlo yata. Okay. And rejected God at the end of his life. Si Billy Graham hanggang mamatay, nagpipreach. Nakaupo na lang nga, hindi na makatayo eh nagpipreach pa. So don't let other people's evaluation of you determine your success in ministry. Kung tinawag ka ni Lord, be as faithful as you can, be as fruitful as you can, and then ipaubaya mo na sa Lord ang judgment. Total naman, siya naman talaga nakakaalam nun how to correctly grade you. Ako po, yung ibibigay ko lang na grade ay sa subject matter lang. Okay? Pero si Lord lang ang pwede magbigay ng grade in terms of the full length of your of your life and ministry. So, um, wow, we had a good uh, three-hour run. What time is it now? 11.50. Wow, praise God. I hope you all learned something. Um, uh, we will resume next 
ang session natin is two Saturdays from now, not next Saturday. Uh, June, ano to? May 30. May 30 is our uh, next session. Um, Pastor Leo, you wanna say something uh, before we end? Uh, wala naman, Pastor. Just, just go ahead. Uh, can we appreciate Pastor Albert? Palakpakan naman natin si Pastor Albert, mga kapatid. Thank you so much. After, your, after you, Pastor, we will have our uh, picture taking lang. Ah, okay. By the way, I want to invite you, uh, although I hope I still have a voice. <laughs> Tonight, 7.30, I will do another live Q&A. So far, I've done three. And uh, ang gaganda ng mga discussion, yung mga Q&A, mga questions nila. You can follow me on Facebook. Uh, there is a page there called Life Cross. Uh, that's where I post my videos. And then, uh, just yesterday and today, nag-create po kami ng YouTube channel. It's called Life Cross. And uh, you can find all of the videos that I've done in the last two months. All of the teachings. And then, i-upload pa namin yung revelation. Pero yung prayers of Paul and a few others nandun. I'm doing now a series on Psalms. Uh, devotional series on Psalms. So again, makikita niyo on Facebook. You can look for my name, Albert Clavo, or look for Life Cross. Yun yung pangalan ng page sa Facebook and sa YouTube. Alright. Good. Praise God. God bless you guys. Let's pray. Can we pray together? Praise the Lord. <clears throat> Our Father in heaven, thank you for everyone in this class. My co-pastors who are pastoring right now, churches, congregations, leading ministries in Alabang and in the various regions of the church, uh, various regions of the Philippines, and to our brethren in Citygate. And Lord, to our associate pastors, youth pastors, leaders that are also in the class, bless each one. And uh, continue to give all of us good health. Continue to watch over our families. Continue to provide for our needs. But most of all, I pray that you will make our calling and election sure. That you will truly, truly confirm in our hearts the call of God. And that you will allow us to have a long, a lifelong, faithful and fruitful ministry in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you guys. Thank you, Pastor. Thank you, Pastor.